we got dreams and we got the right to chase them. Look at the nation, that's a crooked smile, braces couldn't even straighten. Seem like half the race is either on probation or in jail. Wonder why we inhale, cause we inhale already. I ask if my skin pale, would I then sell like Eminem or Dale? Well, one more time for the veil, and fuck all of that beef shit, nigga, let's make a meal. Just open up that cell, let my brother out of jail. I got money for the bill now. And well now, if you asking, will I tell now? Hey, hell nah, I ain't snitching cause Man, they get them niggas stitches now. If you was around and you wouldn't need a witness now, this ego crumbles at the thought of admitting to fear and especially hurt. Admitting that their feelings got hurt is like a death sentence. This ego thinks that by denying vulnerability, especially any notion of victimhood, it is a victor, and thus it has won. There's a basic truth that I want to share with all of you because this understanding could quite possibly change your entire life. We get to choose between polarity and love. What does that mean as it applies to the ego? We can choose between superiority and love. We get to choose between being justified and love. We get to choose between good and love. Why? Because in the moment you choose that polarity, the opposite polarity must exist. You are creating a state of separation. For you to be superior, someone must be inferior. For you to be good, someone must be bad. For you to be justified, someone must be unjustified. So in the moment you choose to that polarity, you are distancing yourself from someone else. Another way of saying this is, we get to struggle for power while we get love. The ego that is concerned with being a victor is on an absolute power trip, but it is a disguised power trip, a power trip disguised as virtue. And we fall for it all the time. The person who actually does feel as if they've been victimized, who feels hurt, who feels helpless, but they're gonna tell you, no, I know it was me, Definitely is me that created this. And we say, wow, that is such an amazing person. And that's exactly what their ego wanted. We mistake strength and a power trip to the degree that we commend and approve of it. I meet with people so often who absolutely refuse to acknowledge the fact that they feel hurt, the fact that they feel disappointed, the fact that they feel helpless to some situation because they absolutely refuse to see themselves as victims and they refuse because of the collective shame inherent in it for other people to see themselves as victims. This is especially true if we are in a you create your own reality or a positive focus community. We will avoid admitting to anything that suggests that we felt hurt by something else or someone else because we know it will be turned back on us and invalidated just as fast as we say it. Consider that the willingness to be vulnerable enough to admit to feeling hurt is in fact the opposite of victimhood. Consider that we can share our experience of feeling hurt, powerless, afraid, etc. without blame or attack, but instead simply authentically share our experience. This allows us to own what is ours and the other person to own what is theirs and create repair in the relationship so that we can reconnect with one another. If you have an ego that is addicted to the idea of being a victor, I want you to ask yourself, how is authentically sharing my feelings even if that means sharing the fact that I am hurt, the opposite 
of victimhood. Pretending to feel differently than how we feel comes with serious consequences. First of all, we are living out of alignment with our own sense of integrity. There is really almost nothing more painful than knowing that you're living a lie. On top of that, for us to figure out where we want to go, we have to be willing to admit to where we are. Otherwise, it's almost like you're staring at a map and you know where you want to go, but you're not willing to admit to where you are. So how the hell are you going to chart the distance between here and there? Also, those of us who knew anything about emotions know that suppressed emotions that are delegated to the subconscious mind come out in all kinds of covert and menacing ways. What do we know about invalidated feelings? They don't resolve themselves. What happens is that they begin to fester. I want you to begin to think as if you and the connection with another person is a kind of fabric that connects you both. And when you feel hurt by someone else, there is a tear in that fabric. And if you are going to just use the universal truth that there's no such thing as a victim to invalidate your current feelings of victimhood, all you're going to do is to make that wound stay like it is, if not get worse, and for sure fester. Admitting to the fact that you feel hurt is the first step towards healing. It opens that door wide for amends to take place. If we address our feelings of victimhood, we are exposing those feelings to the light of consciousness, which in fact dissolves the lack consciousness that is victimhood. We want to do this in a way where we are owning our feelings that occurred as a result of whatever happened, rather than telling them what they did wrong and blaming our hurt on them. And when we do this, we open the door for relationship repair, for relief, for healing, and for even greater closeness and intimacy. Want to know how to get out of the victor trap? It's very, very simple. If you're scared, say you're scared. If you don't know, say you don't know. If you made a mistake, say you made a mistake. If you feel hurt, say you're hurt. If you're in love, say you're in love. Be as transparent and real as you possibly can be. It is useless to try to stop caring what other people think. You have an ego. You're gonna care what other people think. So does everyone else. The point is you do have the choice whether you're gonna let caring what other people think imprison you or not. We are capable, even though we care what other people think, of caring more about our own personal freedom and sense of integrity and authenticity. Be real and transparent even with the fear that they will think poorly of you because it, quote, looks bad. Because honestly, whether it's today or years from now, you will come to find that it is too painful and impossible to live any other way. Don't believe me? Just try to look good for two groups of people with opposing values at the same time. Welcome to my life. <laughs> being vulnerable means opening yourself up, even in the face of the risk of being hurt, because the potential payoff is greater than the risk of being hurt. In order for connection to happen, we must allow ourselves to be seen and felt and heard. Our capacity for love is hidden like a seed in the vulnerability that we keep so carefully guarded behind our egos and our ego's many defenses. Ask yourself this question. If I knew that being hurt was inevitable and that there is no way to avoid it, how would I live my life differently? What risks would I be taking right now that I haven't been taking? My favorite quote of all time sums up this concept quite well. 
This quote is by Anais Nin, and it goes like this. And the day came that the risk to stay tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. Love yours. No such thing. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. No such thing as a life that's better than yours. I know you desperate for a change that the pen glide But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from The cemeteries are changed I see men cry But the only real change come from inside But the only real change come from inside I wanna be like I wanna be like most girls I wanna be like I wanna be as hell. I'm exhausted. But I have one more stop. I'm collecting my thoughts, but I'm tired. I'm trying to muster up the energy to finish this off.